When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome into the Letterman Lounge. It's Monday. Monday. What day is it? Ooh, Monday. <laughs> you got a case of the Mondays. You know what? I'm not even going to edit it out because sometimes <laughs> mistakes happen and we're yeah. going along with the season and it's Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun casual joint and I'm not always going to be perfect. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I know. Gosh. I make mistakes. Um, just like the Indiana Hoosiers do, and Penn, <laughs> maybe Penn State. They're a better example yes. because they didn't have to play Ohio State on Saturday. That's Justin Zwick, Nicole Cox, Bobby Carpenter, and Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. So 54-7, to seven, mm. I think the Buckeyes are back. What do you think, Bob? Y'all back? Y'all back? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, uh, I feel like we're there a little bit. You know, Obviously, the offense has been back for a while, and we've seen that. In India, but Indiana – I would have to say, and they were beaten up a little bit, they were by far the best defense they played in the last couple of weeks. McFadden's a good linebacker, mm-hmm. and they do bring some exotic pressures. The fact that C.J. was basically just camping out there and doing whatever he wanted, I think it was a testament to how well the offensive line paid their, played their ability to recognize pressure, which is the one thing that I kind of wanted to see. And then this defense, you know, I mean, what they've given up, what, like 50 points in the last five games or something like that? 50, Seems good. 63. It's so, they're playing really well. And this wasn't a huge test. I thought next week would be a huge test. Probably not going to be that huge as well. But they're looking efficient. They're not getting bled for yards. They're making the plays. And after that opening drive, like, you have to say it was a pretty pretty, ni- pretty nice uh, performance by that defense as well. Well, 53 yards were given up after that first drive. So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, Indiana, Tom Allen after the game said that he didn't blitz as much as he would have wanted to if he had his starting corners available. And so Ohio State just had an opportunity to pick it apart. And I mean, we can talk more about that, but I just 128 yards is pretty good. Mm. Total <laughs> offense. Total offense. Is that in a quarter or in a game? For Indiana for the game. Okay. <laughs> Thought that was Ohio State for a quarter. Well, that was less than Ohio State would get per quarter. All right. Since We're eight. off to a great <laughs> Monday. Uh, Monday. It's a wonderful Monday. Uh, there's cheesy bacon potato mm. wedges out there. Mm. Maybe they're just cheesy potato wedges, Nicole. I don't. No, know. there's bacon. Cheesy there's bacon. bacon. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing the you bacon. You can get them without bacon, but if you better be with bacon. Stupid. Everybody's better. That Everything's be better with bacon. And you can get those for two dollars on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, Nicole, what did you think on Saturday night? You got your confidence surging again in these Buckeyes. Oh, absolutely. Did you watch at a campus bar? Well, I attempted to watch it at a campus bar. Okay. That didn't go very well. Got home. It didn't DVR or record on oh, the TV. So no. I was watching a ton of highlights okay. and rapid reaction. Ooh, but, there you go. Um, nice drop. So I'm ready for my Buckeye Leaf, and I'm really excited about it. And okay. it made it very easy because it was at the very beginning of the game. Um, mine Williams, who hadn't played in a few weeks. Hey, my you know? guy. And I mean, Chop. just got a touchdown on that, you know, very first run. And I, it, it was just great. It was great to see him back and. And um, it just was a great way to start the game. Next man up. Travion Henderson gets that helmet taken away yeah. for a play. And Which I think, did you tweet that he was out? Well, I said that. That, that, was, the, that was the report I got that on his my. was taken away. Okay. And then, I, right. you know, I didn't say he might not return. Z Hall may have jumped a gun on that one because he, he came strong with the. That, you know, just evaluation. Mm. I don't know how all the, the <laughs> protocols work, Jay-Z. I'm not a doctor. Fair enough. He said he didn't have his helmet. <laughs> 
I didn't say that it wasn't possible for him to return. Yeah, no, and you and I don't think that's a good the, thing you did because you'd have been wrong, and I he, he came been. back in and uh, wow, had yeah, another great game. It wasn't a similar issue to the Rutgers thing. I mean, he was running up and down the sideline and then gave him the thumbs up. So I mean, I think he was just was kind of those, here, checking to make sure the legs were good for the uh, the turf and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, he should have went over to. Sean Barnhouse and Doug Callahan say, give me my helmet back or I'm going to take – you're going to regret it. Don't you know what they're saying on Twitter right now? You'll be in concussion protocol if I don't get my helmet back. That's what that's what AJ would have done when he was mm-hmm. there. And probably <laughs> Doug would have throat, throat punched him. So and here. Nicole, uh, to Nicole's point, wow. like that was a, a little bit of a perilous situation. If you didn't know, Jay-Z, that Travion was going to come back, Master Teague was out, mm-hmm. Marcus Crowley's out. Sounds like the Crowley injury could be – a long-term thing, trying to get a little more insight on what those two guys are dealing with. But, you know, that's why Evan Pryor traveled, and then Mayan Williams had also been out for the last mm. three games before that. So, clearly uh, a tough spot, but he goes in and delivers and, and punches in that touchdown. He looked ready to go. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. When you don't play for a few <laughs> games, it was like CJ sitting out that game, and then he came back and was just a rock star out there. It's very healthy. Meatballish, if you will. Chop. Chop is what he wants like to go. He, he even he has can, chop can, on his thigh yeah. on his thigh board. He can tell me that. He's shaped like a meatball. <laughs> Here's the, the beauty of it. So, like, pre-game, you know, the, the kids go to the social medias and put, put – Go them. to the social so, media. So, <laughs> Mayan on his uh, Instagram and on his – popular hangout. Yeah. Everyone goes to the social medias. Um, Mayan put, like, free chop. He put a picture of himself with a hashtag free chop before the game. Like, Can't give yourself a nickname. You, he's yeah. trying hard. He's, he's, trying going, hard. he's <laughs> going. He's fighting the nicknames given to him. Literally nobody else wants to call him that. Yeah. Huh? yeah. He likes it. Except you. You know what? I, I, I'll call him what I what he wants to be called because <laughs> that was my guy coming into the season, and uh, it was good to see him back out on the field. I think uh, – I mean, Bob kind of touched on it. that offensive line. I don't, I don't know if it matters who's running the ball or you know what we have going on because the offensive line just seems to be uh, living up to the bill coming into the season. Even with all the changes and things they made, you know, moving some people around, they are just hitting their stride, which is awesome. Um, man, CJ, wow, uh, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. I read something this morning. In the last 156 plays, we have 150 points, you know, and then, you know, those six were like three, just yeah. run the clock out, you know, one punt. Like, it's it's incredible what they're, uh, what, what they're doing right now. So it was fun to see the offense continue to grow. I mean, we're talking to Byrne beforehand uh, about the weather there and how bad it was and the I rain. It and was beautiful in the press box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice and dry up there, huh? I felt great. Yeah, but, I mean, as a quarterback – you hate to see those types of you know weather forecasts, even though it wasn't forecasted. Yeah, I mean, as when, was you're not, when you're not even expecting it, and then you show up, yeah. and all of a sudden, Indiana weather takes let's, over. Let's go back to the first week of the season and some bad weather for C.J. Stroud in that first start. And Bob said, "Boy, I don't know these West Coast guys if they can throw in the <laughs> these bad Big Ten weather conditions." Uh, takes a little bit of time to get used to acclimation. Listen, I, acclimation. in Bob's defense. Our guy hasn't sailed one in the last four games like he did in the first three games. But if you were going to, well, a, blo- there, a, a chilly Bloomington. A ch- <laughs> it was just drizzling. I it, yeah, it honestly, wasn't really raining that no, hard in the press box. The truth is it wasn't really that sort of driving rain. It was just a constant. I mean, there was points constant, in the yeah. second quarter. But at that point, the game was out of reach, and mm-hmm. it was just fun at that at that juncture for the Buckeyes. But it wasn't like that driving rain and wind. It was just kind of a weird, funky mist that kept, kept coming. And kept didn't coming. Um but it's just a sprint. But still, it's not it's not fun for a quarterback to have to deal with that. You don't know how the ball is going to be when you get it in your hand. And, 
I mean, gosh, some of the throws he made, it looked like it was as dry as could be, and it was perfect conditions out there. Well, okay. If there was any worry about it, that second, the second drive, the first throw that he made down the middle of the field, mm-hmm. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Everything, oh, like well, dropped it over the that was three ball, guys. Boy. We'll, we'll talk about that one. Uh, so we have some Roosters Buckeye leaves. Nicole gave it to Mayan Williams. Jay Z gave it to everyone on offense. I think. Yeah. In the in a tribute. <laughs> yeah. Do you have one offensive lineman that you want to you know single out? Nah, you know what? I will single out Thayer. Okay. Only because Maslin beat McKinley over the weekend, <laughs> so that's my guy. <laughs> that's as good a reason as any. It is. Berm, what do you got? Oh, I was waiting for Bob. Oh. I'm going to wow, give mine anticipation. And I'm going to take a slightly smaller position group, but they spread it around. The defensive line, we've been on them. Been harping the fact that they haven't produced sacks. Yeah. And there were five sacks in the game, I believe. And 14 tackles for loss. And 14 mm-hmm. tackles for loss, but those were all produced by the defensive line. And so yeah. we've, we've, I think we blitzed the linebackers a little more. We know that those guys have gotten better. They've been able to do that. But this was a game where the defensive line did a really good job taking over up front. And it was something we've talked about. They haven't been there. And so he said, I'll be the first to deliver credit where credit is due. I like it. And when you have five defensive uh, sacks, all provided solely by the defensive line, there's nothing else to say, but you know, you tip your cap and say good job. And the other part of that too, we've, you know, if you're going to narrow it down further with guys who had been under pressure, Zach Harrison and Tariq yeah. Smith are two that you wanted to see more. We all have wanted to see both more got sacks. Both got sacks. So that was good. That was great to see, Berm. It was you great got? to see. Uh, I'm not going to be accused of pandering for this, but it's going to be Ryan Day. There was a part in the third mm-hmm. quarter. Let's, Martin, buck, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's go ahead and <laughs> see yeah. where he's hit, going. hit us with it so, here. After they pulled CJ Stroud at the end of the third quarter, when Kyle McCord came into the game, like the offense ran out there and everyone's waiting in the huddle, and Kyle starts running out and Ryan grabs him and sits there and has a real like coaching moment with Kyle McCord before he sends him out on the field. Which, what was that? Do you know about the intimate were moment you there? that happened? I was, you, I was about from here to there. You, he was just telling him, this, this matters. This is important to you. Even though the game is out of reach, even though this is this yeah. could be just taken for granted. It's film. It's film and it's important work. And then seven minutes later when Jack Miller went into the game, he did the same thing. And I think it was just important for, for these guys. And I, I actually had a, a brief moment with Ryan after the game where I said, you know, what are you doing here? Brief. And he said those are the moments that CJ didn't get last year that really do matter. And and I think that's, you know, I think. Because it matters to them. Yeah. This matters for your, your, like, the perception of how you play, your film, when you get in the portal, the film that you're going to have to show people. (laughs) On on a night like that, when the game is is way out of reach, when it's over. (laughs) In the portal. You could just relax. Hey, guys. Yeah. This is going to be important film for when you get to the portal here after this season is over. Just the knife right Listen, this is college football. It's It's bound to happen. If you're not playing, you're leaving. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to leave. So it, it is important for those kids. And I just think it was a... One of those things where you see as a young head coach that he really does get it, that yeah. there is – the game's out of reach. There's He could have easily taken off the headset with five minutes to I'm go. I'm going to coach you. Right. Like, that's my job as the coach. I, I respect that about him. So that that's why I'm, I'm going for Friday. Nobody takes this assignment for Buckeye Leaves more seriously than Berm. Really oh, that was deep. When you He's take, really good at giving When you take the head coach in a 54-7 to mm. blowout win over Indiana – these Mondays are serious to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think about this the entire drive down. Hey, but even after all you wrote about Kevin Wilson, and then you still yeah. just bypass him for the head man? He's not, he can't be happy about that. Yeah, I mean, he, Ryan Day was the one on the field doing the thing. Doing the thing? Doing the thing with the doing the thing. 
with people. You guys, those moments matter. I'm all with, <laughs> I'm with Berm on that, just like I am. Pulling on the heartstrings. With Carrie Combs, I'm serious. I know we talked about it last week, but I those moments matter so much, and I think people forget about that. Any, you know, they're calling plays and all this, but it's those moments that those kids will grow up and I say grow up, but you know, as they get older, they'll forever look back on that and remember that. By the way, speaking of, we were talking about you know pulling people's side. You know, and he, he, Ryan talked about, you know, how well the defense has done, the good job between, you know, Matt, and he's like, Matt, Carrie, T- or Larry, and Al. And I'm like, we have, like, the most all-American defensive coaching name staff of all time. Like, just good, hard, hearty Midwestern name, no fluff to them. You know, I'm like, Matt, Carrie, Terry, and Al. Like, it seems like they could just be all buddies hanging Wait, out. Wait, who's the Terry? Or La- Larry, sorry. Larry, Terry. Larry. Barry, we have officially Ter- jumped Sle- the shark. I mean, Schleg's once called Kerry Combs, Larry Combs. Terry Johnson, <laughs> Larry Combs. There's a lot of things going on right there. There's lots of process on this uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. I. It's just It's so annoying that Nicole agrees with you so much. It just <laughs> encourages this behavior from yep. you. Thank you, Nicole. Do you have a player that you want to say? Yes, he just dropped. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Oh, wow. <laughs> Didn't put as much time into that yeah, one. That's, no. that's an easy one. I mean, you could give it to CJ Stroud every week, the way they're playing. You could give it to Travion Henderson. The Big Ten is giving Travion just like Henderson the, yeah, just like the freshman of the week. Travion Henderson, I mean, I, I talked at length about how good he was going to be in the last nine months. But, I mean, he's better than I even thought he was going to be. So you could do that. I mean, he's the best running back in the country. Think about this. Isaiah Pryor, and you're top, the expert on top this. One? Isaiah Pryor is uh, a former Ohio State Not safety who's at Notre Dame. Sorry. Evan Pryor. Evan Pryor. I would love to see Evan Pryor run behind the first team offensive line. That's my thing. Is, I mean, he was the fifth fifth running back? He was right? the number th- three or five, depending on where you Okay, run. so top five yeah. running back. And that's the next guy. Yeah. And so, like, not all these guys are created equal. He looked pretty good. I would like to see him in there taking some reps. And you know what? That's good that he got in there and was able to kind of get that. Like, he came here knowing that Travion was going to be here and was willing to battle and play it out. And Actually, so, Travion committed first. And wanted to – the two wanted to play together so that they could save some tread on their tires. Well, good news is because they're saving plenty. Yeah, they're Travion. saving. Yeah. And, and so he gets like 10 that's carries the cra- That's the craziest part is yeah. you look at this with – he had two carries against Minnesota. We know that that was just week one. The only Big Ten game that Travion Henderson has played with double-digit carries was Maryland with 16. <laughs> only one Big Ten game so far with double-digit carries. Now, he probably would have had 10 against Indiana if not for that opening drive mm-hmm. and the helmet uh, kerfuffle. But, <laughs> you know, that's pretty crazy is how much more he could still give yeah. uh, down the stretch. I am going to give my Buckeye Leaf. Brought to you by Roosters to Jeremy Ruckert. Mm. Oh. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Got his touchdown. They took it away, and then we're going to get you another one later. It's On good. the eve of tight end, national tight end. Yeah. Hit it up, double up. And, you know, out of everybody, they don't need like, – Jeremy Ruckert was playing well in the first half of the season as a blocker. I know we've had Jay-Z since you were a quarterback and before. Are they going to throw to the tight ends? Are they going to be a factor in the offense? It's this nonstop conversation in Ohio State. The Buckeyes don't need that to happen, mm-hmm. although in the Sugar Bowl – when that time was right, you saw how valuable those guys could be against Clemson. So he dropped a couple balls. That was the reason that you were talking about him and not his blocking. You're supposed to be the best tight end in America, and that really – he wasn't living up to that. Did you say BIA? Yeah, BIA. <clears throat> be the best in America. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't doing that. He came back to try and you know win a, a Mackey Award, be, the, be a first-round, second-round pick, whatever it's going to be. 
and that wasn't happening. So that couldn't have been enjoyable for him. Uh, whatever was causing that, you know, it, it, just a small sample size with a couple drops, well, he, he made up for that. So the blocking is still there, and now you add in one more element to this yeah. offense, which didn't need it at all. <laughs> but you have to look out now for Jeremy Ruckert and Cade Stover. Uh, he had a nice play there, uh, catch and run. Mm-hmm. Tight ends coming along. Hashtag, so hashtag B-T-B-T-E-I-A. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't follow that one. Be the best tight end in America. Mm. Just fantastic. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how much luster do you guys think this Saturday night Scarlet oh. Island shoe lost mm. on Saturday? Coach, it's pie right at best. Yeah. Probably more like some coal, like with a little tiny 20th of a carat diamond in there now. It had a chance to be a top seven, top ten matchup. Even if they won, maybe they draw. I mean, you look at what OU did, and they barely beat the other team that you could argue has been battling Illinois for the basement of the Power Five football for the last decade, and they drop a spot or a couple spots. Those two should play for relegation. I mean, really, they should. <laughs> That's, those should be the games. People, I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd watch two bad teams play out. And if they just won the game, they're still in the top ten. And then you get Ohio State coming here. And basically do a similar thing to what they're probably doing to Indiana. Like, it, it's going to be bad. But I, now they're ranked 20th. They dropped 13 spots, man. They're it's, nine overtime uh, loss. And it's it, it's lost a lot of the luster. It's know. unfortunate. I don't know. Nicole, does that matter to you? The Penn State loss? It doesn't matter. Guys, I feel any game could be an upset. Nicole's an, there you go. She's That's a right, bag Nicole. of anxiety all the time. I, hey. A I little bit, you. a little bit. But it's because I care so much. <laughs> I, I worry because I, I care. I the same way. Yeah, I worry because I care, you know? Game. And I do think every game can be an upset. And I think, too, that, you know, I I say I you like should have gave the speech to Penn State before the game. <laughs> yeah. they, I don't think they were feeling it that much. Yeah, I think well, three days teams before, can get Bert comfortable. Bert ripped apart his team saying, you guys suck, this team's terrible, and then all of a sudden it banded together for him. His name is Brett. Bert Bielema. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. Although there was some kind of explanation. Can we get a fact check there? We're Spencer. Terrible. terrible. Continue, Nicole, before Burn digressed you. No, no, it's fine. I just think that teams can get comfortable and think that they're just going to, you know, just beat the team to yeah. no end. And, and that's the upsets. I feel like we've seen it so much this year in NFL and in college. So I, my prediction is going to be 2047 OSU. She just went straight to it. Yeah. I think that you guys are scoffing at the idea that an upset could happen. But you got to think, on, I think everybody's no. forgetting about this the is an scarlet out at the shoe on Saturday. It is going to be electric. This is Ooh, a, this is a red uniform. I'm just asking if, like, <gasps> yeah. if that, that's going to look The stadium's going to be scarlet. This is a team's going to be in scarlet. They're going to go out and destroy this. Now, yes, the buildup is not going to be as big. That's a very big test for a young team that hasn't. Now they're starting to feel themselves a little bit. You get a little bit of that. Hey, we're we're, we're where we're supposed to be, and you just hope you don't have any of that entitlement well, I think, creeping. I think that it. would have been more against Indiana because you had it rolling, well, and then you had now, a week off. Yeah, but now you have the Penn State loss, so you start to maybe you can oh maybe we can exhale a little bit. Plus, James Franklin's pay, playing for his coaching for his money no, at USC. No, he's thought he was not. going to oh, at no, USC. Yes, yeah, so, okay. the reason that they lost is because he's only thinking about Los Angeles and Baton Rouge. You think he's just buying? Has he already it, like got it doesn't on Zillow? Matter. It doesn't matter. His wife has been on Zillow for three years. Ooh, uh, he's been trying to leave <laughs> for a very long time. Monday. 
Like, are we pretending that that's not the case? Ooh, that's spicy. what I've always heard. Like, that's spicier than these buffalo wings. <laughs> what is, did you get the? Is there medium? No, they're medium. They're not. No, spicy. my new killers are coming after the show. New killer. I I learned a lesson last time I cried on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my eyes were sweating. Oh, well, now we're changing the tune. I I don't know why anyone is pretending like this isn't the final opportunity for James Franklin to leave. He's reached his ceiling a long time ago at Penn State. Clearly, this team was distracted. If you can't beat Brett Bielema in a nine-overtime game, and you can't score once from the three-yard line. At home. I, I, hey, I'm not hey meaning to they scoff. did score once from the three-yard line. Okay, congratulations to them. I'm not meaning to scoff at the potential. Couldn't score twice. Because <laughs> Penn State does have the second most talented roster in the Big Ten, in my opinion. So, to Nicole's point, you can't be complacent just because you've won four straight Big Ten titles. You know you're going to have this great atmosphere and some interesting-looking jerseys. You still have to go out and play well because it's college football. and yeah. They're on scholarship, too. That's correct. But they have a number of guys who are on scholarship who are um, unable to play now that are some key performers. Some key performers on the defensive side of the ball. And you need the guy who can make the engine of the team go, and especially the offense. And after watching, I mean, Sean Clifford's been nice, but and I don't know how bad he's hurt and what's going on, but he did not look like a guy that's capable of coming into Ohio Stadium and winning that game. Now, maybe that could change, but he did not look like that guy. I have no doubt we're going to win. There, There's no doubt in that. I just, you know. Look at that. Just you just never know. Yeah. you got to come out. Old prediction yeah. by Nicole. I, I, I do. I know we're going to win. It's just a matter of I'm not going to say it's going to be like the Indiana game, you know. I don't ever like to go into a game like that. Like, it's just going to be a blowout. 47 to 20. It sounds like a blowout. That's a blowout to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, but they're getting some points. But it was there. like 34 to 20 at half. It was a well, back fair, and yeah. forth struggle. Yes. Don't, don't put words in her mouth. <laughs> that's what happened. Nope, I was already yeah. there. Seriously, uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was already this is what you guys do in your pregame, your pregame meetings, pre-show yeah. meetings? Yeah. Yes. Pre-show meetings? We should have some they, I, that, I got in here early today, and they're already here going, yeah. going I, over it. I guess I should have been here earlier <laughs> so I could have known what day it was. Nicole, what do you think of these scarlet uh, – Color wave uniforms, top well, to bottom. I just think that scarlet just screams like dominating, and it's a great color. It's it's it, Blood. it does. It's Blood red. It, it's just I I love red. I love red. I love when I when I wear Ohio State stuff. I love to wear red. So, and I just think it's a a color of good luck, and it just gives good vibes. Good luck and dominance. All right, hunger. Guys, good I'm not, I'm redoing my office at the house, and I will not put blue in it. There's, it's hunger. There's a I'm reason. Like, Are you painting the walls scarlet? No, I I got some chicken wallpaper that's kind of sketched, and it was indigo blue. I was like, nope, we're gonna have to make that black and white. I can't have <laughs> any blue in the office because I work for Roosters. There's a reason it's every restaurant has red in their it. in their logo it's because red is hunger. Ooh. Every restaurant that. has red in their logo for that reason. It's psychology. Hmm. I like that you know that. I didn't read that when I was looking up the color. Yeah, it's true. Wow. Every restaurant. I mean, think about every. I'm, I'm doing that mm-hmm. at this moment. I can't even. I mean, we're not allowed to talk about other restaurants. Yeah, I'm just saying. Roosters is it's the okay. only one I know. I'm just no, saying. It's okay. go, as you drive down. Olive Garden doesn't have red. And that's mm, why no one eats good there. Call. <laughs> hey, I like Olive Garden. Arby's <laughs> is more of a maroon. <laughs> it's a different. It's a shade of red. It's, it's a shade of red. red. It's, it's shade. in the category. But if you were trying to get somebody to have, come eat a thousand breadsticks, you'd put. <laughs> the like, breadsticks. There's a reason no one goes to Olive Garden that. anymore. <laughs> oh, don't hate on the. Olive Bless you, Olive Garden. <laughs> well, they don't come to Roosters. Just that homecoming meal I had 27 years ago was great. Well, that was the last was time my, I was there, but it was, was still really good. College in the Olive Garden. Bob's yeah. over here now thinking about all the restaurant logos, but you know people don't come to Roosters just because it's red. Burger. No, no, because the food is wonderful. Oh, and on this. Tuesdays, mm. you can get cheesy 
Potato wedges. Cheesy bacon. Cheesy bacon potato wedges for $2. Yes. And while you're here, you can register for the Roosters. Ooh. And you can register online at home, too. It's amazing. Guys, definitely register. It's amazing you brought that up, Austin, because you go to roosterscreams.com. You can go there, and each week. Right now? Yes, right now. Any time of the day. My phone. It's amazing. The Roosters website never closes. Okay. It's always, always there. Always, always yeah. there. Roosterswings.com. They pay extra for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roosterswings.com. You register each week. They'll be yes. selecting a winner to go to the bowl trip giveaway, two tickets to the bowl game, two tickets to the hotel. Airfare. Airfare, by the way. Deluxe the hotel, Deluxe, Deluxe hotel Deluxe. combinations. Deluxe. Just go to Rooster's Wings. They've already picked, what, seven winners now? Six. Six. So I'm going to pick the seventh today. Seventh oh, Hey, and I have to announce, guys, that our week six winner was Chris Davis. Mind you, we have a week two yeah, that's Chris right. Davis. Two Chris Davises. So I told them I was referring to them as week two and week six. Oh, boy. Um, but he, <laughs> week six winner, was listening to the show when we announced week hey. two, Chris Davis. He's uh-huh. like, oh, my gosh, I won. And then I was That's like, awful. I already talked to him. So then when I called him, he's like, I really did win this time. So he's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, right. Chris Davis. If your Chris name is Chris Davis, Davis and you're not, like, signing up to this, win, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go change Don't be name. an idiot, Chris Davis. Yeah. Not, not week two or we'll six, Chris Davis. We'll take you to the ball, Jason. Oh, okay. Don't have. You should register, well, but if you don't win because two Chris Davis, yeah. then we'll find a way for you. To okay, play. all right. But you get two, you win, you got to bring a partner and yep. uh, bring a friend. Mm-hmm. Just meet somebody yeah. named Chris mm-hmm. Davis, so your name yes. can still be Jay-Z. Perfect. And then True, that's better than Chris Davis. There's still five opportunities to win. Yes. One yeah. left for every game, so that's fantastic. And it's now official. We are going bowling. Ohio State <laughs> is going bowling. And that's how everyone measures success for the I feel relief for that. For sure. Seriously, though. I mean, no, don't we're, even we're going happen. No, 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 what would happen? Nicole has to go. I have a backup plan. What would happen if they didn't make a bowl game? Would you I guys just have a party? I am all about the backup plan. So they, Bag of anxiety. We would, <laughs> hey, because I want to be prepared. Exactly. So we would just go to an away game the following year. Mm. So whatever was like an away game, that way people who register next year, it's still for a bowl game but the way games are still um coordinated by travel partners they're so much fun they're great it's not a bowl game but it's still awesome i'm glad you don't have to worry if that ever comes up for ohio state i'm not sure that roosters will even want to have letterman live here anymore it's true if the buckeyes weren't making a bowl game (laughs) that was what oh one maybe the last time or 99 was the last time they didn't make a bowl game oh it's happened oh it's happened believe it or not believe it a sanctionless not making it was 90. Well, yes, yes. yes they yes. shouldn't have gone in 2011, but that's a completely different yeah. show. Uh, we're going <laughs> to let Nicole go about her day. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to eat some more roosters, and we'll be right back on Letterman Live. And now with some early bowl predictions, Bobby Carpenter. Well, Austin, what I'm seeing here is 12 lucky roosters guests are getting the opportunity to travel to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with two tickets, airfare, and hotel. One prize winner will be chosen each week. Guessing to register weekly at roosterswings.com. Uh, that's great, Bobby. What I was asking was your prediction for the Buckeyes this bowl season. I have no idea. I'm going to Roosters right now to register. Precision engineering. Rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit Bryant.com. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, welcome back into Roosters. It is a Monday. It's Letterman Live. We're talking about Ohio State beating Indiana 54-7, getting ready for Penn State. So here's the question. Who is the better Heisman Trophy candidate mm. for Ohio State? C.J. Stroud or Travion Henderson? Gosh. Well, it's, one of the guys needs needs to get stats. Yeah. And if you're not yeah. going to let any of the guys get the stats. He's still actually getting stats. He's got yeah, 14 still, touchdowns. 14 touchdowns. He nine yards carry. He threw for 200. What kind of yardage are we Well, doing? that's what I'm talking about. Like, you have to be able to have a big top-line number. And so maybe just when he – because there's going to be – People in the media. He has a signature game with over 200 hey, yards hey, rushing, right? Easy. But if he ends up at 25 touchdowns and only 1,000 yards rushing and then another 500 yards receiving, that's – It doesn't matter. There'll be people – I'm just telling you, there's old curmudgeoning people who are voters in the Big Ten who will say Kenneth Walker the third had more yards, so he's better. Yeah, just like I, I agree. But I'm not telling look, you Look at what, what some do. of the media is doing with Caleb Williams at Oklahoma, trying to turn him into a Heisman Trophy candidate – and he's played Two one game. game. Well, yeah, one. And he, one of them was there pretty were bad. National media members calling that a Heisman moment oh, to ball. convert a fourth and one against Kansas. Wait, yeah. who called it that? A number oh, I saw, of people. I saw, I saw some name going around. Rhymes with Linus Lodd. Dennis Dodd called that a Heisman <laughs> moment. He wasn't alone. Multiple no, people. I saw, I saw some of that. Heisman I'm thinking moment. to myself, what? That's like and they're congrats, barely beating Kansas. How is that a Heisman moment? Converting a that's fourth like, down to beat Kansas. Yes, Give me when you were already break. winning. That's my point. Like I could have lost if he didn't. Though it's like you dropping that. off your. You're kids. going even, for it on fourth and one, even, which is even worse. Yeah. It's like dropping your kids off at school and not hitting a kid in the crosswalk. Heisman <laughs> moment. Oh, you put your phone down yeah. and didn't hit one of the kids in the yeah. crosswalk. Good job. You did what you were supposed to do. You get a gold star for the day. I call today Monday Heisman moment. Yes. I mean that's best parent award. That can't they played. Now he didn't play atrocious himself in that game, but you can't call that a Heisman moment. They did. Well, they, and they just keep leaving them wherever they are. They don't get dropped and whatever when they play and yeah. look bad, right? They Ter- do. they don't just look bad. They look terrible. They got yeah. they get I mean, they, Bama, back to back Bama weeks. Jumped, Bama jumped them. But here's the thing. I mean, Bama beat a Tennessee. T- your volunteers. I mean. They played them don't, well into the third and fourth don't quarter. Do that, Bob. They played them well into the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, and this isn't a Tennessee team that is anything to write home about. No. And so that's why I'm like, if you're going to jump them, like, you've got to drop them past Ohio State, who just completely bludgeoned mm-hmm. a conference foe, who I would say is on, on the par, road. On the road, who I would say is fairly on par with Tennessee and what they're, they're what vastly they're, superior. We'll, to we'll find out in bowl yeah. season. I mean, that's the thing. It's crazy Maybe. town. Hey, apropos of nothing, if you guys want to see. A funny weekend dynamic from Austin J. Ward. 
watch him gleefully celebrate Colorado State embarrassing themselves <laughs> and then watch him equally react when Wyoming embarrasses themselves. Because this is a guy who wants to just pour so much salt on the Colorado State wounds and then Wyoming goes out and gets drubbed by New Mexico. Ah, New Mexico's the, on the they're, uh, they're on the rise. On the come up? <laughs> on the come up? This oh, it's so funny to watch. You thought that was funny? Oh, I think it's hilarious. They've scored three points in the last two weeks. Ooh, that's tough. Those I mean, playoff dreams have but just did been you ha- did you have your orange and white on? I don't have on Saturday night. Don't have any orange and white on. Or did you have one eye on Tennessee playing Bama? I did not. He has he has a, a checkerboard tie he wears to the game. I started watching some of that game because it was better. Heupel's doing a decent well, job. I, I did file snap judgments at the start of the third quarter, so I could have mm-hmm. shopped around. But, you know, I thought I might watch these young Buckeyes, learn a bit, little bit more about the team I cover. Yeah. Um, Back to your question. This was it's quite CJ Stroud. A, this question really worked. It's CJ Stroud <laughs> because he's the quarterback and he touches the ball every play. Well, yes, and he's going to have the he's going to have the reps. He's going to have the yards. He's going to have the touchdowns. He's yeah. going to have to beat. Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, Iowa, or Wisconsin, back-to-back. And I'll tell you this much. If he keeps up what he's doing right now, he should win the Heisman, in my opinion. I told you yesterday, I I really now believe that Minnesota will win the West. Whoever he plays. After watching that game, I told – If they wouldn't have had that screw-up against Bowling Green, they'd be be in the top ten right now. Yeah, and it won't keep them from winning the Big Ten. I mean, it doesn't impact that race at all. So that's held against them. I don't know how it happened. Uh, I didn't watch that game. We saw Bowling Green scored game. more points. Oh, that makes sense. That does hmm. check out. Analysis <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> but you know they they've got the opportunity and the they control their, yeah. their fate, their destiny in the Big Ten West. And you know I don't think they would really make the most of a second shot at Ohio State. But I think that's oh no, they couldn't within take reach State. now. But they're they're quietly putting together something that's special. And they're the thing is they're not ranked. Like it's just crazy that Bowling Green loss is just hanging on them like an albatross. But I'll say the loss to Ohio State, they played them pretty tough, but tougher than any other Big Ten at this point, right. and it's not even really close. Well, and they and lost their all-American their, running back. They lost their backup. They've got their third yeah. dude in there now. I think, what did Spencer say? Like four, five guys have five. rushed for uh, – different guys have rushed for 100 yards at Minnesota. That's, wild. Like, that's a very sure. good offensive line, mm-hmm. a veteran. We saw it that first night. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had that running back. I mean, he looked legit, oh, came back to, you know, have a better you know, draft prospect. Tanner Morgan is, Tanner Morgan's probably the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. Still, I mean, it's it's they're real. I think the second best quarterback in the Big Ten is Kyle McCord. Hmm. Rapid reaction. I mean, yeah. I mean, Kyle McCord would start everywhere else in the league, so it's hard to argue. So you are correct. I think so. All four of us are saying that C.J. Stroud is the best Heisman Trophy candidate. If he keeps going like this, I mean, just thought like again, if you give Travion twenty, if you give Travion twenty touches yeah. a day then it might be a different conversation, mm-hmm. but there's no guarantee he's going to get it. He so. might down the stretch now. I mean, you saw Illinois run it 7,000 times against Penn State. Yeah. 67. 67,000? I believe, yeah. yes. 60 <laughs> well, regulation, though. I, Over 60 it's just, regulation. He's just going to – he's not going to get the reps. He's not going to get the carries. Unless he – unless against – it would be nice if Penn State actually was good and this would be a game that people at least be locked mm-hmm. in on. If he rolled up a buck twenty-five in yeah. the first half – but if he go, if he outduels Kenneth Walker the third and has a, two massive games to end of the season, and then does the same against Iowa, he could do that. But he would, you'd be talking like a, uh, oh goodness, my man from last year who I can't even think of his name, Trey Sermon, Trey Sermon, <clears throat> Trey Sermon type of run mm. at the end of the season. 
But that's saying that CJ is not going to continue to do what he's doing. I mean, this offense is scoring so fast well, CJ, and so much. CJ that won't be able to score if Travion's eh. running 60 yards in the end zone. I know, as but he runs those 60 yarders in 15 that, seconds. There you go, <laughs> that's Bob. the problem. You, you don't think that CJ runs enough. Wait till they just start competing for the Heisman. He's got to do those zone reads. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm going to pull this one back out and go get a little first down yeah, here instead uh-huh. of Travion taking it 70 yards. Then <laughs> sabotage yeah. him on sabotage the Sabotage the Heisman campaign. <laughs> do you remember? I mean, last year CJ had that 49 yard touch. Touchdown run at Michigan State. He showed some quicks. He had a first down run Saturday night, didn't he? He had some quicks. A little scramble. Here's the deal. I'm, I want to ask you guys a question, uh, getting away from that. As people who grew up in Ohio and watched the Buckeyes your whole life, like, is this the best offense you've ever seen at Ohio State? Well, it's, I think it's best relative to the competition they're playing. I I think there was a time when the Big Ten was better defensively. And the way the game is played now, it, it sets up better. I mean, I, I look back at the – 95. Some some of these teams. I have a tough time. I still that's they sort had, of the one I'm. They had the again. Heisman Trophy winner and the Blitnikoff winner. Right, and the Heisman winner at running back, and the Blitnikoff winner at wide receiver, Pace. Orlando Pace on the offensive line. That's still the one that I measure and go. That's that's the the perfect offense with Bobby Hoying running the show the way he was. I mean, it was. I I just think about that those guys and what I think about the, the who's on the team and. Terry to me, he's the, Terry to me, and I know we've had a lot of great receivers here. He's the gold standard at Ohio State yeah. for receivers. He only had one great year, you know, just given the situation that he had. But like Chris Olave reminds me a lot of Terry. But it was Brad. the just single not, best receiving season I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely, just yardage and big, qual- big quality catches. of catches that he made that were just unbelievably circus catches that you never thought would happen. Hmm. Austin, what about you? When you were in Oklahoma as a six-year-old, what was your take on the Ohio State? The 2015 offense was really good too. Yeah, but they but they weren't though. 2015 should have been, I, on paper, man. In spurts. But even what you're talking about with 95, and we know all the NFL production that followed for those guys and the awards that they won. C.J. Stroud, we're talking about, is a legitimate guy threat to win the Heisman Trophy this year. Travion Henderson is could potentially be down the stretch on pace to win. Uh, the, the best running back the in the dope country. Walker, the dope Walker or whatever, yeah. you know, and the others okay, that, that so he's up for and wow. added to those watch lists. Eddie won that and the Heisman. You have I was waiting. <laughs> Thayer Munford, the semifinalist already for the Outland. Uh, he could be the Big Ten offense. Paris but, Johnson but, will but, win but, that next year. But, Pick a receiver. But he's, in my for my money, he's not even the best offensive lineman on the team right now because of the way Nicholas petit Frere is playing. You never even have to say his name, which tells you how well he's playing at left tackle. You can pick between Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson, whoever you want, as the best wide receiver in the country. They're definitely the best two, and Jackson Smith and Jigba is somewhere in the top five to ten with what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I think so Rucker goes they, out they, and has more Rucker games like that. They figured out a way. The best tight end in the country. They figured out a way with this current iteration to use everyone. But in the, the '95 offense, and again, that is yeah. to me the Ricky goal. Ricky Dudley player. was a first. Ricky, round pick. Ricky Dudley, that uh, first round pick at tight end. For you, forgot about that. I mean, the last time Ohio State had a tight end drafted in the first round was that year that that team was you knew exactly who was coming at you and you still couldn't stop it mm-hmm. until there wasn't the offense cre- offensive creativity they're probably no, right to be and if they would have had that but nobody was I, doing that back then right wouldn't I mean, matter when they gave up 313 that was the problem and i think that has to be the tiebreaker if you're gonna if you're gonna look across the board and look i mean the quarterback situation is very different with stroud compared to 95 i think that's obviously one key determining factor for me to put this offense above that, but also what Bob just said and Jay-Z with the offensive creativity. Yeah. I mean, if Stroud was in that 95 offense, uh, sure, that's what would they're still Harris, good. But what would Walt Harris do with this offense? We're talking about a very you know, different <laughs> oh, conversation with Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson pulling mm-hmm. those strings. But I just think, I mean, look, what they're doing 
has never been done. It's impressive. It's crazy. I mean, it's going to go first down. in the country. Yeah, that does help. Uh, and the I mean, chance to be the best offense in the history of college football, right? If they keep this going, total offense wise, because I mean, our point, points, points per game yeah. just went up. I mean, are you? It's it's insane. They're pretty good. <laughs> yep. So do we think they're going to beat Penn State on Saturday night? Yes. Yes. Just a matter of what the margin of victory is. Well, how big do you think it'll be, Bob? After, and here's the thing. After watching Penn State the last couple of weeks, I, I mean, you, you know they're going to put a game better. together. They'll play us. better. They'll play better. But I, is it enough? I don't know. I think they'll be able to move the football some and score a little bit. I don't think they'll score 20 points. Somewhere, like, somewhere between 13 and 17 probably sounds right. Maybe yeah, a couple I drives. That, I might be wrong on the number, but it's it's in the ballpark. I think the Buckeyes are now like 18th in the country in points allowed. They're yeah. yeah, they're up to 18th. Like, 48th, I mean, total defense. So they've obviously gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. The Penn State offense is not a concern to me. As they've I look gotten at it. worse. Yeah, I look at where Ohio State has struggled in the last handful of years is when teams have good active linebackers that can pressure the quarterback and you can send an extra guy or two. And I think Penn State will have the best linebacker group that the Buckeyes are going to have to play with Brandon Smith and some of these other guys that really get pressure from the edge and up the middle. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that you're going to see C.J. Stroud have to make some plays on his own this week. And if you watch the Bengals on on Sunday, you see what happens when someone blitzes Joe Burrow. Like it is a – you're taking a major risk because you know that the Bengals have the receivers that he's going to find. If Burrow just steps left, steps right, it's a it's a – Big play. And CJ's going to have to show that this week. And that's why I think, you know, I think you will see a little bit of a learning curve in that first quarter. I think everybody was worried about that this past week, though. Yeah. With the way Indiana likes to to bring things. And, you know, that's why I thought it was interesting that Tom Allen said that he didn't blitz because he was worried about missing his top two corners. Berm just wanted to bring up the Bengals after he. Well, I don't know. Who watches them? That the Ravens were going to beat him by 35. Wait a second. He said in the car. This is what he said. This guy's a liar. Now he's riding the wave, I'm, huh? Remember on Saturday night, folks, when he called me a liar, a rapid reaction? I'm calling Austin J. Ward a liar because I did say the Bengals were going to lose to the Ravens, and then I saw a picture of Joe Burrow in his suit pregame, and I said, wait a second, Bengals are winning this game by 100, and they almost did. Was that a Spencer, nylon suit? Is that true? I don't know what it was. It was, uh, it it was, was ugly. Wild it was ugly. I knew at that point. He needs and, to change well, up his suit guy. One of the other things, though, is this, this defense in the secondary – you know, Denzel Burke's been really good. Seven Banks is playing better. I mean, Cam Brown's played well when he's been healthy. You know, as they cycle some of those corners through there, we'll see who else gets in there. They, Penn State does have an elite receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, John Dotson's the one guy on that team that I would say could play at Ohio State mm-hmm. and rotate through their receiving core and be, be right on par with them. And so they're going to take some shots. Fortunately, he would be their fourth receiver. Probably. Mm-hmm. But he would, it wouldn't be like a distant fourth. I mean, <laughs> well, he would I mean be their current fourth best receiver is now the number one receiver at Alabama or the guy coming yes. into the season. Mm-hmm. And so he, but he, he's, he's a first-round caliber talent. And so it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, you, you don't need to block it up all that well if you're running single-receiver routes mm-hmm. down the field. And Taking shot. Uh, looking back, goodness gracious, what's his name? He plays for the, uh, the, Bills, or the Bears now. Allen Robinson and what he did. I mean, it was a blowout back when he was here. What was that, 2014, 15? 15 was it here? 2015 was the big 50. The night game like blowout. But he like, had some yeah. big-time plays. Yeah. And I remember looking like, this dude's a first-down yeah. receiver. And so he he stole them some points with what he was able to do. And I feel like that could be a similar situation. That's what K.J. Right? Hamler did against Ohio State yes. in the last couple of years. Right. You know, and they've got that one guy who's an NFL guy. And it is clear. And so I'm, I'm curious to see if these defensive backs will be able to step up to the test. You know, and some of it may be more, you know, 
garbagey minutes, but early on, can they take away that big play threat? Yeah, I mean that's and that's that's an easy throw for a quarterback that maybe doesn't have all the tools that you want. Hey, we're gonna go take shots. <laughs> you know, let's see if your guy give him fifty fifty ball and see if he can go up and make a play. So yeah, that'd be nice to shut that down early. If they get get a couple late, I mean it is what it is. But right off the bat, that'd be great to be able to shut down. All right, including Nicole Cox, that makes five predictions for an Ohio State win on yeah. Saturday night. A lot more coverage, of course, coming all week long at Letterman Rose. We get ready for Ohio State and Penn State. We appreciate Roosters, as always, for having us in here in the Letterman Lounge. You can get some uh, cheesy bacon potato wedges mm. on Tuesday for $2. You can go to RoostersWings.com, the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And you can register to win the bowl giveaway. Thanks to Nicole Cox, Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, and Jeremy Birmingham. I am merely Austin Ward. We'll be back here next week to talk about Ohio State and Penn State on Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. See you then. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.